if you're a businessman, just treat people like you would treat your family, family members that you like. <laughs> yeah. Just treat them like family, dude. And if like you have rules and you have processes, right? And that you have policies, there's one way to say like, hey, that's just our policy. Or you can say like, hey, dude, I appreciate it. I understand where you're coming from. The reason we have this set this way is because of this. Unfortunately, it's the way it is, but I'd love to work with you in another aspect, such as blank, 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 right? And offer an alternative. Yeah. We make mistakes every day in basically every facet of life. Wouldn't it be nice to just skip a few? We'll help you fuck up less. Listen in. Has anything changed Back. with you over the last? Uh... No. Nothing. Everybody keeps asking me, like, oh, how is life different now that you're married? I'm like, I don't know, not really much. For our honeymoon, right we slept in different beds just because everywhere we booked just so happened to be uh double beds. We ended up getting double beds, which actually worked out really well considering I was sick the entire time. Oh. So, so that actually wasn't that bad of a big of a deal, but then I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh, how's married life? Is it, is it different? I'm like, well, we didn't just meet yesterday. So not any different. It's like ours was, too. It was like business yeah. as usual, as crazy as that sounds, but it's like, do you feel different? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Like, am I supposed to? I mean, it feels good, obviously, that we're married and it's like the solidification. I will say the wedding was awesome. Yeah. Uh, the We definitely wanted to make it where, especially since I'm in Montana, and we have a little bit, like her parents live out here, her aunt and uncle live out here. But yeah. outside of that, everybody else is from out of town. So we so did want to experience so, Montana. Yeah. So they got like a true experience. So it was cool since we rented out a... um an entire nordic ski lodge that we have like my my immediate family her immediate family stay at so that was actually really cool because people got to really connect each other you know connect and get to know each other and then we did the ski lap after you know we went got married in the church went up to the mountain and there's about 15 of us that went down just in like in our wedding gear and that was really cool except the mountain was a fucking pain in the ass (laughs) they did everything possible to make it as difficult as they possibly could, you know, cause we called them in advance and we're just like, Hey, we're getting married. We're going to head up for a, you know, just a ski lap. We're not going all the way to the summer. We're just going to go to one chair that brings it up and then just go down, probably be on the mountain for 15 minutes, get some photos. Uh, there's going to be a large group of us. A lot of them are from out of town. There's anything that we can get, yeah. you know, of course we asked for like a little discount. They're like, no, not at all. And then, so we're like, all right, whatever. That's a pain in the ass. We're going to go up for a partial thing. Now we're in a gear. Like, we're not spending the whole day there. Right. Um, it was like, cool, whatever. That's what you're going to do. No discounts. Fine. And then we get up there. Well, actually, the day before, a buddy of mine came in from out of town. He went snowboarding on the mountain. He got up there, like, first chair. And he said, yeah, I was listening to uh, – they were having a meeting, and they let everybody know that there was a wedding party coming the next day. And whatever they did – no discounts, nothing. We're like, what? Wow. Really? Like really aggressive, anti, you know, letting us, it's like, and I guess whitefish, it's definitely more expensive than I, I anticipated, or at least it was in the last couple of years, yeah. you know, especially if you're not fucking there all day to enjoy it. Right. It's a great mountain. Right. right. But, you know, and, and uh, so then we go up and we go up there and their machines down and the lady is a fucking cunt that's working at the counter. Cause she's like, Oh, like, you know, we're there. We got again, 15 people. We're not wearing jackets, which is again, our own idiot fault. But you know, it was going to be really cool. Really help out the photos. And it was fun. 
And this was an absolutely awesome experience. But we get up to the counter. We're like, hey, there's whatever amount of us that are from out of town that need to, uh, you know, get passes for. Right. We're going to pay. And then she's like, oh, you know, our machine's down. We're like, okay. So, like, you know, we can't pay for this. We can't buy these tickets. I think I figured our topic out for the day as you're telling the story. But go ahead. Okay. And then, uh, and she was just like, just not a very friendly individual. So then I just got, you know, I got a little pissed. Um, but we had to send like two people down. They went down and they they're like, everybody has to sign a waiver, which is bullshit. And maybe unless when you buy a ticket, it gives a waiver for anybody, even though we just sent down two people, right. you know, who are, who are friends from out there because they also had season passes like us. So they were able to get a discount um, for it for everybody else that needed to get a ticket that day. So they had to like go down. So we're sitting there. Luckily, actually, one of my uh, clients, um, one of the partners in, in one of the gyms, she does real estate and had her office. So it was like right next to the chairlift because they're building these awesome like condos right there in the ski mountain. So we were able to yeah. go in there and shoot the shit. And that was like, you know, talk about the difference of like service. You go in, you go to the mountain. This lady that we're talking to trying to get tickets from is just a nightmare. I'm like, Right. Can I, I even said, I was like, can I just give you my card information, all that stuff? And uh, she's like, nope. So we had to send somebody down. So we go into the office of Deb and she's like, oh, this is fantastic. Like, who can I get a, uh, you know, anybody want a drink? What can I do to like help you guys out? We had like a little fire there hanging out. So that was, it was just interesting. The difference, you know, just in perspective of just, I don't know, service. And there were some other people that were on the mountain too that like actually worked. They were like, "Come on, maybe we can just talk to this chairlift and just let him go up. They're just going down for a quick lap." And you know, one of the guys was like, "No, no, we can't do that." But eventually, they came up, got the tickets. We did the ski lap. It was freaking awesome. Um, you know, it was it was very. I didn't know what to expect out of it. That was Z's idea, but it was a very very great idea. Super cool idea. Um, the photos and the videos that we got were were super epic. And then we went back and um, it was also kind of cool. I used to talk shit for weddings that would have them at like two different venues. But if you're getting married in the church, like you have to get married in the church. Yeah. Like you can't get married somewhere else. And then I would always be like, well, why are you having these different things? There's all this time in between. Like we had a super long gap. Like the wedding was at 11 and the reception was at five. Right. Five thirty, or when, you know, ha- you know, appetizers and stuff happened. But it was cool because then we didn't like feel rushed. We went back. And it was just an absolute freaking blast. I'm super biased, but I think it was the best wedding I've ever been to. Um, you know, it was just really, really fun. So that was super cool. And yeah, we went on. Then we went on our honeymoon on Monday. Some people came over to the house, hung out the next day, and just kind of like took it easy. A couple of people kind of, if they came in, like you know, my brother and his wife, uh, and a couple of my friends, like they came in, and they were able to get like a last night just for like them and their their partner and stuff, which was cool. So they could turn a little bit. But you know, outside of that, and then when I went on the honeymoon. Cause I remember we were joking about it. I was like, you know, I just, I'm in some, like, I'm in such a work mode. Like that's a season I'm in It's back to like growing business and yeah. all these ideas. And I brought my laptop and I was like, I'll just work a little bit. You know, usually I wake that up. That thing never seat. left the fucking luggage. <laughs> Dude, it didn't. It, I did not open it once. Didn't even attempt to. I had like one call I had to take during the whole week. But outside of that, I and it, I think it also because since I was like sick, I had like zero energy yeah. um, for a couple of the days, but yeah. didn't do a fucking thing, and that was awesome. That's good. You sit there and focus on your stuff, you know, and you know, 
congratulations for those who don't know Bob got married and this is what he's talking about. I'm sure you picked up on that, right? Like I don't think anybody's yeah. <laughs> like dumb enough to not catch up on that. But yeah. But when you when you just talked about one thing that stuck out to me was when you were like the guy with some of the employees, um don't give them any discounts. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're a business, right? Like there are rules and there are guidelines you got to follow and there are processes you got to follow for a reason, right? Yeah. But when you like make it about that to the detriment of the client, there's no exceptions. There's no understanding and there's no empathy with like sharing the rules or whatever like that. Like, you know, the conversation is like, hey, guys, there's a wedding in here. Let's make this super special for them, right? Let's make this an amazing experience. But, you know, there's there's fair treatment and there's also, you know, discounts on prices. We're not going to do the latter, but let's make it a special experience for them. You know, they chose our spot and, you know, we're grateful that they chose our spot to get married at, right? Like that's the communication, right? So what do you yeah. train your employees to do? Like these guys are pieces of shit. Don't give them anything. F them. And it's like – like. And so that that kind of like, and well, I don't know if this is the topic you want to jam on, but like, it all comes from the top. It all comes from the direction of the manager yeah. and the leader, right? And if you, if it's all about the processes and just being right and telling people they're wrong and just making people follow your rules, your employees are going to embody that. And it's going to be a terrible experience. And recently, over the last few years, a lot of bad businesses have gotten rich. And when business is going to be tough coming again, they're going to fail and other people are going to come up that do good business because right now it's not hard to make money. Any idiot with – you don't have to have customer service. You don't have to be good. Just like that's that's what it's been for the past few years, right? And when it well, goes back yeah. to like serving your customers, like we're going to see who the real like you know good businesses are and aren't. Well, it's tough because you know I see both perspectives because like from the consumer side of things – I'm like, it's, you know, we were just doing, we had a bunch of people from out of town. They weren't coming there for a ski week weekend. Some yep. people who did come there early to get some extra skiing in, like they went the day before or the day before that they got their passes. They went up, um, they, you know, made a thing out of it. So like some of those now we're not a huge party. So it's not like we're bringing in a ton of business or anything like right. that. But, you know, so, you know, from, from the consumer side of things, I'm like, Hey, we're just going up. We're not going a whole day of the mountain. We're just going up there because we think it's going to be an awesome experience. Obviously, we love our area. We love skiing. Um, and it would just be super cool. So from a consumer side of things, I'm like, hey, just, just you know, obviously wanting a hookup. But then from the business side of things, I also get it where it's like, hey, we don't, you know, if we don't do discounts, we don't do discounts, period. You know. You but know, there's a way like, to prep hey, your, your team members to understand also, that. Yeah. Well, so I'm just sharing my perspective. Like I, I get it from like their thing. It's like they also knew that we were going to do it regardless. So we were planning on doing it. So it's like we were going to buy. So they're going to buy, you know, and and even though the thing is, we weren't asking for even more of it. Just, like, we just wanted to get everybody um, the prices that we ended up getting, which was like because we just had people that had passes buy them the discounts. So we just I don't know what the price. I think Z told me. I was like, "Well, how much? It's not that expensive to fucking ski for a day. It's like 80 bucks." He was like, "No, it's like 160 now." Which again, for some people's not that super expensive compared to certain resorts. Right. But for like whitefish, it's like, "Huh." So we weren't like we weren't being like, "Hey, let us throw you like 10 bucks." We just wanted to make like get everybody where they were paying what it would be if you had essentially a season pass. Just because they were only going to be up there for a very very short run. So I also get their perspective where maybe they just, whatever, they have their policy, but 100% agree with you. Whereas at the end of the day, you know, and they, I know they were bought, 
prior to me moving out here by a, a um, you know, probably some sort of venture or PE firm or whatever. But, you know, I think that there is, especially, and again, we're not going to have that big a word of mouth or anything like that, but there is, it's like, Hey, what do you, what are your, what are your core values that you're living by? Your core values of that is hundred percent showing is like money over everything. And that is one thing that you, and, and I definitely in my years of business fallen into the greed trap, made sure like my decisions were about like, how much money can I make right now? As opposed to thinking about the long term, or just also if I do right by my customers and I have an amazing product, I have great marketing on top of it, like I'm going to continue to grow, you know. So I do agree, and I think that especially during harder economic times, you know, those companies that have an amazing product, that have amazing customer service, and have amazing customer experience, like those are the ones that are going to last. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fucking companies that have been able to 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 grow and make do. I mean, like, look at, I was reading something like with Stripe, like Stripe is a huge company, you know, but they just shut down people's accounts with no warning. Dude, they don't even care. Like they don't care. (laughs) Yeah. I can't even get customer support, dude. I run like 12 to $15 million a year with them and they, I can't even get somebody on the phone for customer support. It's like terrible. I honestly don't know why you use Stripe. Like I, Stripe easy. is like good, it, it, like unless you're, because that's the other thing is, because I remember. Well, authorized.net is, is integrated with GHL now too. And yeah. um, we actually use that for Hatbro. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because we use, when I first opened up Legion and I was using PaySimple or whatever, like we used their processing. And then, I, so we were on a, since we were a smaller company originally, we were on a higher tier. And then as we grew, all of a sudden, like, you know, one of my, clients at the Florida gym was like, Hey, he did payment processing. So he took a look at it and he's like, Hey, I can save you this much money. And now by the time I had my Florida location, that was location number five. So we're yeah. a decent volume. You save and a then, percent. That's huge money. It's a huge difference. You can yeah, put back into clients, doing, back into experience, back into employees. Like yeah. when you're doing millions, you know, a year it adds up. So yeah. that's how eventually, like I kind of learned about other payment processing companies which is uh, you know, how we also got with authorized.net too, because it makes a big ass difference. And then, you know, also, and, and there are like, when you look at the supplement game too, there's some, sometimes you, if you're kind of, you know, but it's, it's the shitty thing is you can be completely of board, not doing any shady stuff or anything like that. And like can get shut down right away. That's why there's other people that go to, you know, use merchant accounts, like easy pay direct or something like that, where if they are a little bit fringe, like you have a bunch of different, payment processes I think that they connect you with and all that stuff. So you don't have to worry about it, but it's crazy, but their customer support is ass. You know, it's like the cool yeah. thing was I was working with Phil is I could call Phil text Phil right away. Shit got figured out. And, yeah. and if it took a little bit, he was updating me and he, he did right by me, you know? So right. it was like, cool. We we're using authorized.net for, through some other company or whatever. And then, but yeah, with Stripe, they're like, Oh, this isn't fine. Some people are like, Oh, well you just have to email the founder and, and it'll, They'll work it through. Like that's not how it should work. <laughs> like you yeah. shouldn't have to go over and over and over above board because then eventually, you know, you'll have another company that comes through that can do what you do but better, you know, and that better right. thing can be better rates, but or same rates, but amazing customer service who truly gives a shit about your customer. And if you waited too long, I mean, you could you could crush your business. Dude, I hear time and time again, it's our customer service and our willingness to, to understand people and like talk to them is like the difference between attorneys. Like you can buy leads anywhere. Do I think ours are the best? Do I think we provide the best? Yeah, we have some guarantees. We train you. We do all this other stuff. But like 
the end of the day, it's just about like people will spend money with you if like people will buy from people that make them feel good, right? Yes, it's a buying decision yeah. based on end results, but like if you like a person and they truly provide a good service, right? You'll give them a little bit of leeway if they have a down month, right? Or you know, you'll be yeah. able to talk like if there are people that you don't like, you're you will literally search for anything wrong with the product and say, screw this, I'm out. So you have to yeah. treat and like one of our core values is with empathy. Like just do just always seek to understand where people are at, man. That's all it's about. You know, it's interesting. You know, one of our core values, and I've carried this in every single one of my businesses, is just plus one. And I stole that from Disney. Yeah. And Disney's great. You know, because originally we had a couple of our core values, and when we went through, we worked with an EOS implementer, we had a couple of core values, and he's like, these are just traits that you want like i don't it wasn't one of ours but like you know be kind it's like do you want to hire does that need to be a core value or is that just something that somebody should automatically have do you want to hire somebody that's not kind yeah kind of thing so he challenged us and that's where we redid our core values and we're like we want to go we want our experience to be above and beyond we want our client to be wowed by what we're doing so that's where we came up with a plus one plus one equals you know wow them with customer experience and that's a huge thing and it's I think a lot, and that's one of the things that we find with a lot of, uh, you know, companies when they're, they're having retention issues or they're having, you know, and their attrition's higher, they don't convert their front end clients into back end clients. You just look at it and you're like, well, you're just transactional in your relationships, you know, and especially if you're a service-based business, you know, pricing, yes, it's going to be important for certain people, but at the end of the day, somebody who's, who's thinking of doing business for somebody long-term, you got to be good at what you do. Right. And then. You got to be able to provide amazing fucking customer experience, right? And like that customer service, that accessibility. We we hear from so many people so many times. Like, I remember I was I had a buddy of mine, you know, he used to own a gym, and then he decided to transition into online coaching. And we were just chatting. He's like, "Oh, I paid this company to do all this done for you stuff for me." I'm like, "Stop fucking paying people to do all this done for you shit, dude. You your gym used to do 150k a month." You know what to do. Just do it. Been in the game long enough. Just do it. Nobody's gonna you do know? it as good as you. Like nobody's like just just put that work in, especially early on. Like paying this, and he's like, yeah. And then I took a look at this shit. I was like, this stuff is awful. And he's like, I've been trying to reach these people. I haven't. I messaged them two weeks ago, four weeks ago. Haven't heard from them. And it's like that's your competition. And some people like are still somehow getting away with it, but eventually right. that's gonna stop. The consumer, and that's actually something. Um, I actually was thinking about earlier today and it kind of goes a little bit along with this is we're debating in gym academy and it's it goes against you know when i think about an offer structure yeah. you know how i've always done offers starting back with legion is like specific result time yep. frame guarantee like some sort of risk reversal in it and that's how we like to do our offers so it does two things when you have that kind of like guarantee or promise uh, or specific really promise, right. it puts onus on you as the business owner to deliver right, right. and you have to push and you have to make sure your, your product is good and your, your service is good and your, uh, your results are there and right. make sure your team keeps their shit together. And then it also gives some, some trust for the consumer where they're like, right. All We're right, willing to put our neck on the line happen. too. Yeah. And if they don't produce or something like that, or this relationship to having like, boom, we have this. And I'm really, I think we chatted a little bit about this. We're debating on actually going away, which is just so different. And I think this is also like a different between as you build out brands versus 
more DR direct response based companies. Yeah. Uh, going away even from any sort of guarantees, really specific guarantees, you know, cause it's interesting. On one hand, we're like, we can, if, we can guarantee anything, but we can't, and this is what you and I were talking about last week. Like we can't do the work for the person, but right. you know, we know, you know, all those guarantees, but also I'm kind of starting to think too is, and more and more like, and we hear like Taylor and stuff talk about it. It's when everybody's making these um, grandiose guarantees and promises sometimes it's better to just go in the opposite direction and you know and right. zag with <laughs> their zigging right. and kind of thing and we're thinking we're debating on some of that is just actually dropping those guarantees like yeah we guarantee we can grow your gym right but you know when everybody else is saying we're going to add you know 500 clients in the next 21 days and you don't have to do anything or work with you for free we're like yeah fuck that but so here's, like, here's almost the being thing. like yeah, go on. In my industry, there are nobody's guaranteeing but us. So it's like I don't. Yeah, the there's answer, no guarantees. Yeah. There's literally no other company guarantees anything. Yeah, I've seen one that kind of has a guarantee. It's like a lead guarantee for a certain amount of price. No, it's well, what I've seen is more like it's a range. Like get this to this many cases in time period, but it's like it's kind of it's a flaccid. Well, but there's no guarantee. guarantee. That's just like a that's yeah, just like yeah. an ad. And they come in there and like yeah yeah you can get. Yeah. Uh, attorneys sign anywhere from 10 to 20 cases over the next, you know, three to nine months or three to six months or whatever like that. Yeah. yeah. It's just like an arbitrary number that makes nothing. It means nothing. There's no like specific, yeah. like we'll put our money yeah. on the back, sign an agreement and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So well, but I agree like, with you because in the gym space, everybody's guaranteed we'll do this or you don't yeah. pay. And dude, I cringe every time I hear this or you don't pay or you don't. Yeah. And it's like, it's like one after another. It's like, God, dude, come up with something else, man. Yeah. And that's what's so like, because when we first started launching, you know, the, you know, six week challenge and we did the, we guarantee we'll help you lose 20 pounds in six weeks or it's free. The reason it works so damn well is back in 2014, when I launched it, there was maybe three other gyms across the country that were fucking doing it right. a little bit more, but it was a very small group of us in Sam's mastermind. And there was you know, everybody else out there was either doing a low barrier offer or making zero guarantees. They're like, we can't promise anything right. kind of thing. So that's why it works so well. Probably just like for you right now, I was like, you're the only one. But then right. if you look at the spectrum, you know, almost awareness spectrum and the, uh, the audience spectrum when they see in the maturity of the market, it's like when you're brand new, you can kind of put anything out there. And then you can get a little bit specific and then you can throw a little bit more guarantees. Right. And then it's like people almost, instead of, they're not competing on price. They're competing on outlandish fucking guarantees to the point where then the consumer goes, I don't believe any of this shit. And they've been burned by so many people that they're just like, oh, another right. fucking one of these outlandish stupid guarantees that's not going to work just like the other one. I fell for it before. I'm not going to fall for it again. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah. – so it's interesting. It to kind of loses its luster. The, yeah. So – and it's also like, do you use that the kind of – I've never done anything that I've taken serious – where, and I bet you if you think about your like your top clients, I'd be curious to know. There's nothing that I've personally done, and I think I am the um, absolute consumer customer that you want. <laughs> yeah, you'll buy anything, dude. If it comes across your but feed, you'll it. just click it. Like you need to get your credit cards cut up. <laughs> I've been very good recently, but I think about because you're in a different I've, country. <laughs> it does. I mean, doesn't make a difference. Uh, that is true. But I think about it. Anything that I've done or this, you know, program that I've joined, if there was 
I don't think I've really ever done anything that was like, hey, we promised X, Y, Z. But that I've done serious, it's never been about that. It's been more about I've like, never I've never done it either. Yeah. So it's like your your best customers probably aren't coming in because and here's the thing, because of the outlandish guarantee. If there's some sort of promise where they if you're at fault, that probably helps them get across the finish line. So like maybe the offer right. when they're actually in the sales consultation is a different right. conversation to a degree. But yeah, like you know, we think about our last couple of clients that, you know, that we brought in that are like perfect. It's been zero guarantee. Right. Yeah. Just like, no, like, I mean, our guarantee is almost helps them do what they're supposed to do and weed out people that don't want to do it. Right. Like, you know, you have to call within five minutes, at least three times a day for the first 10 days. And if you, and if you send out a retainer, you can't close them on the phone. That's your fault. And that counted as one, right? Like, like ours is almost to like, make sure that the clients are doing the right stuff. And like, if you're not willing to do that, please don't take this offer. Cause we're not going to honor it. If you can't do those things and you won't be successful. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's a huge point to it. Cause you have a conditional guarantee, just like we do in right. the gyms. Right. Like, we'll but it's not conditional by a bunch of bullshit. Like it's conditional by just the no. basic minimum stuff that you should be doing. Well, that's exactly it. It's like if we tell somebody we're going to help them lose 20 pounds in six weeks, we're telling right. them, hey, you're agreeing that in order for this to happen, right. I'm going to have to eat the right amount of meals X pure time. I'm going to work right. out X days. Like right. those are the stuff that we were having him agree to. And it's like, right. and there was a couple of, obviously, if we're going to give your money back. Posting it's off and yeah. Yeah. So, but like, it's the same thing. Like you're guaranteed. I think it's great. It's like, hey, we're, we're going to help you do this. Which in reality is just a way to trick you into doing the shit you're supposed to be doing to grow and, your business. And, you, and, and if you did the shit you're supposed to be doing, you wouldn't need a guarantee. So like this is the funniest yeah. part. It's like we're making you do the things that you need to do yeah. in order to not even have to have a guarantee and hit this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's, that's, it's like in my last ad I, I, I put out and I'm sure you, you saw it. I probably sent you every one of my freaking ads. Is that, the one, where you're, is that the one where you're in the pool? Yeah, either that one or the other one. And I was just saying like – um, it, you know, if you ever said lead generation companies suck, like it's probably, you need to stop pointing the finger out outward and look inward. Like, and it's probably something you're doing wrong. And then like we talked about, like giving them the scripts that they need to be successful. And not only are we going to give you the leads that you've been unsuccessful with previously, probably better quality and more quantity, but we're going to teach you how to work those. Cause that's where the other companies fail. They never taught you the yeah. sentiment of the client, how to work them properly and how to convert these. Cause trust me, it works. It's not everyone in social media, if the wrong numbers are bullshit. They're fake. They're, it's yeah. false. You should sign 15% of them and your ROI is going to be insane. But you got a money this printing right. machine. So that's right. actually, I think a really good point. It makes me think of two things. The first thing is if you do hear, it's like almost if you get a client, and they're they've been like oh they're constantly bouncing between company and between company. Right. Like hey, one time if a company if no company's ever worked for you, it may be you. And like so it's like well, hey, we gotta, say we say this on our sales calls. Like Johnson struck yeah, to say. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah, it's like you have to then be like hey, there's you either it's you, and or it also could be. Well, if there's a lot of those companies that you've worked with, it's probably not the case. But if it's like one or two and they've done that, it's like, well, maybe they just weren't clear enough. Because like those companies that also, I think the problem is, especially with those guarantees that those outlandish guarantees, because it does work in marketing. It's like, hey, I put this outlandish guarantee, but then they don't get specific on what they need to do in order to accomplish it. Right. It's like, no, no, no. Like literally, like we're just going to put these fucking people in your door. So people like think that's actually going to happen. And it's like, you have to do the work in your right. business at every level for it to grow. And the longer 
if you're not, unless you're in, you've just created a brand new segment, a brand new market or whatever, and you're the first in it, there's going to be work that's involved. Like there's not, I don't know if any gym that works with adults is going to get somebody that has never worked out in their life. No. At this point in time, like, <laughs> there's no chance everybody knows there's not <laughs> a single client that you're going to work with that doesn't know they have to eat right. They have to work out and they got to sleep. Maybe the sleep part, they may not understand. But for the most part, they've had some sort of experience. So, you know, you have to put the work in. Like, they're just yeah. not going to be like, oh my gosh, this is brand new opportunity out there that we've never Working heard about. job actually, is to let them know that yeah. and have them feel yeah. that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's. I, I, I guess with the drugs coming out soon and the magic pills for losing weight, like, that's what they can just say. Like, hey, magic pill lose weight. You don't fucking eat shit. People are just going to give them money. And that's it's very going true. to be in our near future. But. Right. I just think we need to just bring it back to like companies got to just do good, honest business and do right by people and hold them accountable and get the right clients. And I don't know. It's just like, I, I just been so frustrated lately with seeing all these fucking bullshit fucking where you don't pay ads and hearing customers like getting shit experience or like buying from a company where I can't call or talk to a real person. I have to email and like wait for a response. It doesn't come back. Like I've been really frustrated with businesses recently. And like a lot of my messaging to my team has just been like with empathy, dude, be there for people, understand their situation, our processes and our rules and our guidelines are our guidelines, but they're meant to be understood and explained in a, in a, in a correct manner, you know, to the client so that they're not like hurt, you know, when, when they hear that, um, but yeah, dude, I, I, it's, it's really fucking weird, man. Um, you know, I think you know, how businesses operate. I, it's going to be interesting, especially with the, with all the AI that's happening and how a lot of business is going to be aided by AI and you can't yeah. ignore it. You have to accept it and you have to start incorporating it into your business. Yeah. The one thing that at least what I see that humans are never going to lose touch with and never going to lose that desire for because it's part of us. We're tribal. It's in our being is that human connection. Yeah. So while on the back end, you can have a lot of AI, a lot of automation to help you get processes done to make you a more efficient, a more profitable business. What will separate you is that human connection that truly, as we call it, the fucking giving a fuck muscle. So we heard we, you know, when we look at the document that we have on customer experience, we call it the, you know, flex your give a shit so that people truly understand. And that's what's going to like, you can have, and I think you should have all the A and all the automation in, the, in your business assisting right. you to, to increase operational efficiency. Right. But if you could still keep that human component to it where, yeah, they can access you and they can still get in touch, that is going to be a separating factor. And sometimes because, people just want to be heard, dude. Sometimes people just want to be heard. Yeah. Like the rules could be the yeah. rules and it is, hey guys, this is our process. This is what it is. But sometimes people just want to be heard. Like I, I understand your point of view, dude. I get it. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that this happened. I don't feel good about it. But here, here, are the, here are the facts and here's what happened and here's why we should have changed well, one of the, this. One of the worst things that you can say in business, like it's just our policy. Right. It's terrible. So, like I, yeah, it's like really it's like you're you're nothing to yeah. us. You're just a transaction. You're just money. Sorry, it's not policy. Nothing we can fucking do. I had talked to a client yesterday who didn't retain, and they um they were like having a tough time signing people, and then they were very specific. They only wanted like 
you know, commercial cases. And like, and I'm like, we can't do that. They'll come, but it's only like 10 to 15, maybe 20% of the cases are going to be like Uber Lyft, you know, commercial cases. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, it's tough. And then I, I told the lady, she's like, well, I was like, what was your messaging? Cause they haven't gotten in contact with a lot of them or they were just telling them like hanging up on them. I was like, well, what was your messaging? What was your intro? And then they, she was telling me like, you know, along the lines of what the intake team has said, it was like, I, I apologize to you. I think this is more on us than you. And here's the reason. I was like, and I don't think this worked out for you because I just don't think you understood the sentiment of our leads and how to contact them properly. And that's why you did have enough opportunities. Would you have, would this have changed? Would you have gotten a wrongful death case and you would have made seven figures off the case? Maybe not, but you would have gotten a few cases and saw, you know, the, 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 the trend and the, you know, been on a better trajectory and understood like this is a, a, a you know, feasible thing. And I'm eventually going to come across a good case. Right. But I was like, we had, we didn't like the expectations weren't set clearly on our end. Like we didn't take, we cannot guarantee that these kind of cases are going to come in. Like we yeah. told her we'll get them, but I'm like, it's very rare, right? You may market for six months, knock it, knock it one of those cases. And all of a sudden you get two of them, right? Like it, there's no yeah. rhyme or reason or how they come in. They don't, we don't pick them up on a shelf, give one of these and three of these every month. And, well, but the sentiment of the lead and how we contact them is super important because if there's no congruency in what they've seen, what they filled out and and then the contact they're getting afterwards, like they're just going to be like, this, who the fuck are you? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not interested. is huge. Well, that's also the other thing that like, that actually made me think about something I was thinking about yesterday. And, you know, when you have somebody that comes and works with you and let's say like, that might be where you're, where they're coming to you because you just produce case after case after case. And they know that like, they've seen your ad or they've heard people that work with you like, Hey, listen, we know you blow up, you know, firms. And they're like, but I only want to do this where it's like, Hey, okay, that's fine. Here's a caveat then just understand you're not going to get the same you're, you can't have the same right. expectations that anybody else would have because then if we put in the messaging like uber and lyft and all that stuff and like right. only specifically going to that person you're going for a smaller pool and that's okay but you have to understand it and that's one of those things where it's like sometimes if you're x if you're not clear on what it is where it's like hey i know that if a gym does xyz they're going to get a certain result Right, And that means though, like, this is the kind of marketing they're going to be using. This is the kind of the follow-up and stuff they're going to be using. It doesn't have to be the same exact, like the container of the, of the advertising is similar. This is right. what the follow-up has to look like. Right. This is what the sales process has to look like. Whether they like retain essentially is on them because, you know, there is, uh, there are certain things, yes, that have to be in place for you to retain and convert. But ultimately, like if they want to switch it up or it's like, I don't want to do that follow up. Okay, well, you're going to get a different experience or, hey, I know that these are the kind of offers that work really well, but I want to do this offer. Okay, here's what's potentially could happen. They have to understand that the changes that they're making in that are creating a different outcome. Right. And that's okay as long as they truly understand it. Right. Because we had a client, we had a client that like, he just wanted to, um, he didn't want to do any sales calls. And I was like, hey, man, like, that's awesome. I, totally I don't want to take it. your money, bro. Like, but, it's not going to work. But, you know, it's like we just went, we got super clear. We're just like, just so you know, the model of a micro gym that we know that is super successful gets leads. They call those leads. They have appointments and they sell those people into either a front-end program or a membership. Let's just talk just about the, the micro process. gyms that we know to be successful. Business in general. Nobody's successful well, are, without having any kind of acquisition process. Well, no. So that's, but that's not, that's, hold on. That's, let me finish because he was, he wanted to have an acquisition process. He wanted them to buy 
just directly from the sales page, which oh, is got fine. It. Got it, got so it's like, hey, that's okay. Listen, that would be fucking bonkers badass. Like I know, I know Fitbody Bootcamp, like they've done a pretty good job where if they get their organic traffic, they, whatever, they, right. they get somebody to buy like off their website. That's part of their thing is they give then give it to their franchisees or they've already had a pre you already have somebody that's like a super high quality lead, you now have to convert them into a member. They've already paid. Right. That being said, like they're a big brand, they have a lot of SEO, all that cool stuff. But if you want to at a local business or anybody, if you want to, then you're just driving a direct to sale and they're buying it. Generally, your sales page is going to be super good. Wasn't a right. super big fan of hearing that. I'm like, hey, listen, here's this pager. You know, you have all these assets, you have all this stuff. Like, just understand, here's some expectations just from looking at a whole, like the, the world of e-com and high converting pages. And you know, especially when you're doing low ticket or high ticket and all this stuff. It's like, just so you understand, like, there might be a lot of trial and error in here because what you're trying right. to do, love the idea, hasn't exactly been proven to be super effective for local gyms. Doesn't right. mean it won't work. It's just you're going to have to put in a lot of effort and be a fucking killer copywriter and stuff like that, especially if you're going after cold people, putting that offer in there, being able to really have a good price point. He wanted to have a lower price point or whatever because he's like, I just need to get them in. It was like, cool. But he just, it was just like, dude, just understand, like, you're, you're changing the game. It's also not what exactly we do, the way that right. we do things. Can we consult and help you on this 100%, but just being super clear because we don't want to like fucking get you. And, you know, I write, you know, obviously I sent you that sales page I wrote the other day and I've, I've sold products online as well. So like right. I've done the direct to sale with sales pages and I've even used in our gyms where I've sold people without having to get on it. But those are a little bit actually more warmer people. You know, right. not exactly direct to, to cold. And there are certain things. And he wasn't trying to do like a $7 for seven days or or fucking, you know, a 30 for 30 or anything like that. You know, he was completely different, like selling a, he had a six-week offer. And it was like a hundred, it was like 97, Wouldn't it be amazing if you just like that? sent people into the gym off of a page and they're just already paid and they're good and you don't have to do anything. It's yeah. Stuff. I yeah. wouldn't like it's that like, though. Like I like the human interaction. Like I want to meet somebody I'm spending money with and stuff like that. Like I don't know. For well, something like a gym, like, I want to, I want to get the vibe of would, it, you know. Would you be upset if, for Hatborough, you had forty people a month who prepaid before they even came in the door? No, I wouldn't. I'm saying as a consumer. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Like I want to meet the coach. I want to come in. I'm like, dude, I like this place. It's a good vibe in here, man. Like, dude, this is this is pretty freaking cool. Like, I like it. Well, I think that's. I I, I agree with you. I think that's probably going to be what most people are going to do except you see a lot of like people that have followings and everything like that they can do those direct to sale because they have right. a following yeah people you know they're know generally kind of- and the person that might be buying it cold is like really in pain really looking for solution know somebody who who did the thing or like was able to to binge a bunch of the content or something like that and i don't right. think so it's like for for that it's like if i'm going to a gym i want to like unless it's dirt fucking cheap or whatever and an absolutely stupid killer deal then chances are yeah i'm gonna want to chat with these people and meet them and that's like he could on that page if that wanted to be like you have to have a killer sales page that hits all of the objections all the hits the desires and tells them out that maybe have an absolutely killer vsl on there you know that would probably help you can't just be like, hey, here's here's the name of what we're doing. Here's the price. Here's some features. Here's some benefits. Like that's not going to cut it. If you yeah. want it to sell, like you have to put that effort in, build out that BSL. At least this is what my take would be and have a killer sales page in order for this to work. Right. Um, but 
Or you could just fucking get somebody, you know, get somebody's information, call them, do an appointment in person. You know what it made me think? I was thinking about my experience, like signing up at Lifetime and kind of going in there and seeing it. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking cool. Like, you know, I went there. Um, there's no good gyms in Westchester, like at all. There's no like high end, nice gyms in Westchester. They all suck. Like bougie. Yeah. Bougie gyms, kind of thing, like, like a Lifetime. Yeah. Like a Lifetime. Yeah. There's not. Because um, it can't support it. Yeah, they have like ACAC or whatever it's called. That sucks. They got the YMCA, yep. which is like fucking cheesy. It's like, yeah. And I don't know. There's no like, lo- there's no like, I want like an Equinox. Yeah. Well, you don't have the population and the income to support a gym like that. Yeah. King of Prussia does. So, that's why. King of Prussia does. Yeah. You know, so, and there's like certain, you know, potentially maybe mainline, like Westchester has is a good pocket of income. And very successful people, but it's much more rural. And it's old money too. It's like, yeah, it's it's not like you're not like getting like young professionals making three hundred or something like that, two fifty, three hundred. It's usually it's typically like older money. Broke ass college kids partying it up, and broke ass college kids drinking. Their parents are wealthy though. They're 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 the ones covering, stimulating that economy. Yeah, 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 dude. I think I think like kind of like to sum up what we talked about today. What one of the most important things. Just treat fucking – if you're in business, man, just treat people like you would treat your family, family members that you like. <laughs> yeah. Just treat them like family, dude. And if like you have rules and you have processes, right, and that you have policies, there's one way to say like, hey, that's just our policy. Or you can say like, hey, dude, I appreciate it. I understand where you're coming from. The reason we have this set this way is because of this. Unfortunately, it's the way it is, but what, I, I'd love to work with you in another aspect such as blank, 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 right? And offer an alternative yeah. and redirect. Like there's a way to, because back to your ski thing, there's a wedding here. Don't give them any discounts. The guy's telling you, like, don't give them any discounts to wedding. It's more like, hey, let's make it an amazing experience for them. Um, we're not going to be offering discounts, guys, just so you know that, right? But again, they're a wedding here. They chose our place. Let's just be grateful and gracious that they chose to invest money into each and every one of us and that paid each and every one of your paychecks. So when we're eating dinner tonight, let's be thankful of all the people that came here with that wedding that are paying and keeping this business yeah. running. So let's show them like love, attention, and and gratitude, but you know, also that we have to stick firm to the pricing. Yeah. Well, and there's also that's a great way to do it. The other thing too is you know, which is one of the things we already told people at Legion, it's we make decisions based off of our core values. That's why they're there. So yeah, you might have SOPs and you have your internal policies and all that stuff. But we always told people that if they did something that maybe wasn't by the book or protocol, yeah. but they could justify it to our core values, and that's right. why, then it's like, cool. It's like, hey, why did you go and give that person like a fucking free this or whatever? It's like, well, hey, listen, this happened. I was doing this, boom, boom, boom. So it was because of this. And it was like, great. Awesome. I appreciate you doing that. Thank you for being a human being. Yeah. Like or somebody comes back, somebody canceled a membership and they come back in town and they're really close to the community. And they say, Hey, I wanted to stop by and see you. Say, Hey, hop in for a workout. And I, this happened in the gym the other day. And I'm like, dude, yeah, our yeah. policies, nobody works out for free, but the guys visiting back in town, all the members know them. It was a good post. They were happy to see him, have him come back in for a workout. Yeah. Totally cool. Right? Like, yeah. but the policy is $25 a class. Right. And you're not yeah. a member. You're not paying anymore. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I a hundred percent agree. We should end it. Treat people like family. Don't be shitty. No, treat people like family that you like. Just make sure it's the family members that you like and get along with. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good caveat. It's a good caveat. (laughs) 
Thanks for listening. If you're learning from us, I want you to share this with other business owners who are hustling just like you. Oh, and don't forget, give us your social so we can have all the info. See you on the next one.